Hello there, it's Gareth here and welcome to this episode of the podcast. I hope you are well. So, it is Monday the 20th of February 2023 and it's a quarter past one in the afternoon as I'm recording this, which is late for me with my podcast. I normally do it first thing on a morning, but I've literally spent the last couple of hours writing a blog. I made some decisions uh, over the course of the weekend which I wanted to put out there, they're to do with me and what I'm doing. And, and I thought the best place to start would be to write the, the blog, because if I can write the blog, the podcast, which is, well, I'm only going to really talk about the same thing that my blog was mentioning, but the podcast is something that I can put more detail into, more feeling into, really, um, because it's a longer piece. So having sort of wrestled with this blog this morning and got it done eventually, I feel comfortable now to start to put this out there in audio format. And I say comfortable because... There was a lot of there was a lot of me didn't want to do the blog this morning. There were a lot of me was thinking about maybe it's the wrong thing to write, maybe this thought I've had that's come up of this weekend, maybe these feelings that have come up in the recent few days. Um maybe I should just quell them and, and sit with it for a bit longer. But this weekend it became very clear to me that over the course of the last seven days, things have changed for me in the way that I look at what I'm doing. And they also have changed in the way that I want to do things going forward. I feel I got to a stage where a change is required. So I know that the concept of a change is not something unheard of in my podcast. How many times have you heard that over the 200 and what will be 225 episodes now? It's a lot. And it's because I've always been clear about this. I've used blogs, podcasts, Facebook posts and things on Instagram as almost like a playground, a place to explore myself, find myself, if you like, and... And because of that, you know, you go down a, one path and it don't feel right, so you go down another. So there's a lot of change has happened in the last sort of two or three years with how I put myself out there. And more importantly, what I put myself out there talking about. I don't take it lightly that you guys listen to these podcasts. And something that's become clear to me recently is as I've started to sort of talk about more things that were more honest to me and open, there's been a few more listeners turn up. So hopefully what I'm going to talk to you about today will resonate with some of you. I'm not sure it'll resonate with all of you, to be honest. And then, and that was one of the fears of talking about this, is that it, the fear is it will alienate some of my current audience, if you like. Because what we're going to talk about today is we're going to talk about spirituality, which is something I have talked about and touched on in other podcasts. But I made a decision this weekend that the, the spiritual side of what I do and the spiritual side of me needs to come out more. I, f I feel now I need to I need to show this more. And in order to kind of explain why this change has come about, I kind of need to go back to, to last year, actually, more accurately, last summer. Um, if you listen to this and you're somebody who is involved with a spiritual journey, you will understand and you will know through experience that it can be an incredibly frustrating journey. And one that's got a lot of pain involved in it at times as we expand and learn and grow. But for me, within any spiritual journey, there are moments that are kind of significant. And you can call these, if you like, spiritual awakenings. They are times when something, all of a sudden our viewpoint of the world changes, something opens up to us and we think, wow. And, and we can't go back from that. You know, no matter how hard we try, we can't go back from having, or from having had a spiritual awakening. We just can't. We can't go back as the same people. That's not the purpose of a spiritual awakening. Now, all of you know me, probably best for the kind of the motivational stuff, the fitness stuff. And this is this is a big part of my life, you know, the mindset stuff all came about because years ago I, I got into this personal development journey 
really for myself. And, and in all the years since, this journey has always been a personal journey to me, learning about mindset, learning about motivation, learning about how people behaved. I did it primarily to understand myself, you know, why I, why I did what I did and how I behaved, how I behaved. So a lot of the learning that I had was was from a purely personal perspective. I wanted to learn things about me. And then in time, when I learned things and I shared it with other people, um, I found that it was well-received. People liked it and, and I found it helped them. Sometimes I learned something new about how to focus on a project, how to get clearer on something, and I shared it with somebody else and they liked that and got results. It kind of drew me into this, almost into this label of, he's a mindset coach. You know, this is a guy that knows how to deal with mindset. He's a mindset coach. And on some level, that's true. But behind the scenes of everything I've done from from a very, very young age has been a, a very spiritual um, a very spiritual approach to life. I've always had this deep desire to explore that more. And in the last 25 years, I've probably, I've actually done more work on myself spiritually than I have on the mindset and physical stuff. So the manifestation that is you guys out there see the, the kind of the mindset stuff coming out, the fitness stuff coming out. But actually what underpins all that is this deep kind of search and yearning to know myself better at a deeper level. So for some of you, this might sound a bit woo-woo, a little bit kind of way out there. The guy's gone crazy. Um, the fact is, I've never felt more sure that this is the path I need to follow. And and I said, I need to go back to last summer. Last summer, I I started to have this kind of um, awareness come over me of something. And it was an awareness of I wasn't doing what I should be doing. Last year, I had all the intention of pushing the coaching and doing more work with businesses because on the face of it, that was practically the easiest way to go. It was, you know, there was a route to market. There were, there were coaches out there already. So clearly people were paying for this service. And people seemed to want to help, have help with the business. They wanted to help have help with the, the, the confidence. And a lot of the things I've worked with people on over the years, there's, there's been two that I suppose have stood out. One is I've worked with a number of people now on overcoming alcohol addiction and getting that right in their life, which has, has always been something that I have kind of had on the fringes, never done it fully. Um, but the main thing that I've helped people with is finding out themselves, getting a better understanding of who they were. And I could kind of tie, I could mask that with life coaching, business coaching. Because whether it's life or business coaching I was doing, I was only really doing the same thing, which was helping people to believe in themselves and be themselves. No more than that. And and last year, I got the sense that although that had some success, you know, I had, I had a, a couple of clients and things, it, it wasn't really ever taking any track. It was ever getting any proper traction. There were never loads more clients coming. Well, one client came, another client went. So I was kept in this place where it was a very, it was a very small concern, really. And while all that's going on, I'm still deep, deeper diving into my own spiritual awareness and I'm learning things about myself. So there was this kind of time last summer where I started to feel like things weren't going just as well on the business front as they could be. Um, I was also starting to have some deeper kind of insights into myself and, and how I was operating. And then an event happened and it was an event where a friend of mine basically... Um, I'm not going to give you too many details because I, I don't want to give up too many personal details of other people. Don't mind talking about myself, but other people, that's different. All I will say is um, somebody that was close to me did something and what they did had this massive effect on me. It had this kind of profound effect on getting me to think, wow, you know, 
it brought up a lot of feelings and emotions in me that that were that I never expected to arise. I didn't expect those things to come up. It was it hit me. I mean, I mean, completely blindsided me to think that wow, you know, this is how I was thinking about this person. This is this is this is what I was thinking. And they end up doing something which, at the time, as well as this kind of awareness of I'm not doing what I should be doing, um, I'm starting to see a deeper spiritual connection with myself. I also started to get this much more intuitive approach to my advice. So when people ask me something, I, would, I wouldn't just come from my head and say, oh, I think this. I start to feel into it, and then intuition started to come in. So I was given kind of this intuitive guidance capacity, which I'd, I'd never experienced before, which was always incredibly accurate. And and it's not something that's left me since. So this was last last summer. You know, this intuition is still with me. And it, in when it first came up, it was really weird because it's like I'd, I'd, I'd got this new kind of, I don't know, superpower and I could tell people things. And I'm not saying I was some kind of psychic or clairvoyant. I could just intuitively know a path people were going to follow. I could intuitively know if that path was correct. Including myself, by the way, you know, I couldn't. I knew paths I were following were intuitively correct or not. Um, and one thing I will say before I go any further is sometimes those paths that I knew were intuitively wrong, I still continue to go down. But this kind of came up, and this happened, and I also took another time. I did, um, I did a, a bit of a diet thing. I did a cleanse, and it's something called it was an Ayurvedic cleanse, and it was something that my partner Susan was was doing with some clients, and I thought, oh, I'll, I'll try this, and it basically involved eating certain foods and really cleansing our bodies. But at the same time, the idea was it cleanses your mind and gets you thinking straight and thinking clear. And this kind of, this produced what was a perfect storm really because me doubting what I was doing as a career, um, the the effects of this um, this person in my life and, and what, what they brought up and also this Ayurvedic cleanse kind of came together to create this huge um, emotional change in me, This this kind of, I can only best describe it as a spiritual awakening. That's I took some advice on this. It's not something I made up. I actually spoke to somebody who knew about these things, um, a trusted coach and advisor, um, and I spoke to this this guy, and, and he said, "No, you're having a spiritual awakening, son, and you know you need to embrace this because this is important." And in a way, I didn't want to embrace it because it, it would mean that a lot of the things that that I felt I was, you know, the mindset coach, the the, the no bullshit guy, you know, the kind of always positive rah 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 fella. All this was a bit of an illusion. It wasn't completely untrue, but there were elements of myself that I, that I wasn't showing. And this spiritual awakening brought that out in me. And what that initially did is it gave me the capacity at the time to become much more attuned to what I was feeling around other people. Um, if, I, if I felt I loved somebody, I was telling them I loved them. Um, if I felt that I was unhappy with something, I was saying I was unhappy with it. I became kind of this this person that was basically spewing out his, his emotions to people close to him. So if it was somebody that was close to me, you know, somebody if you had to be very close to me, to be honest, it was a very small circle of people that I was like this with. Um, they experienced all of a sudden this kind of hugely different version of Gareth and, and one that I think for some people it was just too much. Um, and I know that now. Um, I didn't know it at the time, but I know it now. I knew it was too much. It was too heavy. Um, and for me, it, it felt heavy as well because I felt that although this felt like the right path to go, it's like I had, a, I had a, I developed something I didn't know how to control. Best described as if you can sometimes see, you know, them, 
them guys on the bronc the, the bucking broncos, you know, the bull, they're on the bull and getting flicked about. You've got this hugely powerful thing that's part of you now or you're attached to, and it just keeps wanting to throw you off. And I felt last year overwhelmed by these feelings and these emotions. And, and it's from that point that, that I started to realise that we spend way too much time in our heads. A lot of us, 98% of the people on the planet are living in their heads every day, in their thoughts, in their ideas. And, and very few are actually living from that place of heart. You know, you're not coming from what you really feel, what you're feeling. And, I, and, and recently I've got, I've got a Facebook group and I've been encouraging the people in that group um, to journal. And that came of what, what happened last year because I knew that this was something that people needed to, to do more of. If you journal more and you can get more of an understanding of what you're feeling and based on what you're feeling, what do you want? This, this is a more accurate way to approach life than thinking about it. Because if you think about something for long enough or you stay in your head long enough, you become neurotic. You know, you just do. And I'd seen that happen in my life, how my head had got me into such a terrible place last summer before this awakening, where I doubted myself, I wasn't happy, I couldn't find any joy or any peace. It's because everything was being processed through thought and and um, intellect, is, is that the right word? More of an intellectual and a head approach things instead of living in my heart. Now, prior to, prior to this, you know, there have been points in my life I've lived more from the heart, especially going back probably five or six years, I was very involved with that kind of work. But I always pushed it off. I always pushed it away like, this is not important. You know, I can't put this into the world. I can't start talking like I'm some kind of, you know, spiritual guru. That's just ridiculous. But the truth is, I had some insights and knowledge around the spiritual journey that I knew were helpful to people. And when I shared it with them, they, they, they liked that and, and it could help them. So this, this is all born out of the fact that I don't care what it is, mindset, spiritual, health, I want to help people. I've always had that desire. It's always been in me from a, from a boy. You know, I'm, I'm not talking about being an adult. I'm talking about from a, from a young boy, seven, eight, as long as, as, as early back as I can remember, probably. I've always had the desire to help people that needed help. And I would never walk away from a situation I could help. Um, and over the years, that's come up against a lot of criticism from people. It's probably caused me over the years financially because I've helped people that, that really couldn't afford the help. Um, and it's, it's also involved me lending people monies and, and doing things for them that, that really um, I, could, I, I, didn't, I couldn't afford to do at the time, but I did it anyway. Um, and so this desire to help has always been there. And I, as has this kind of desire to explore spirituality, um, I wrote it in my blog. So if you've read the blog, apologies if I'm repeating myself. But this, when my mates, when they were younger, would talk about football and, you know, what's the latest pop song to listen to? You know, I was contemplating like the meaning of life and higher powers. I've always had this kind of very deeper, more kind of um, inquisitive approach to those things, the deeper things in life than I ever did for superficial bullshit. Even now, I mean, back then and now, I don't like to talk about superficial stuff. You know, I can do it, you know, but the reality is that's a mask I've created. That's a persona I bring out in the right circumstances to talk and chat shit with people because that's how they operate. And... You know, if all of a sudden I start talking about the deeper stuff, it would scare them off. And I'm and I'm aware that what I'm talking about here might scare some of you guys off that listen to this blog regularly because you like to hear the, the kind of motivationally mindset stuff. But what I also know is this, that this is a path that was shown to me last summer. I was shown a way to live, I was shown a way to operate. And once kind of we got into the back end of summer into autumn, I was pretty much back into behaving how I was behaving at the start of the year. 
I'd let this spiritual awakening come and go. I'd try to ignore it. Um, I was still being open and honest with people around me, which, which I thought was the purpose of the awakening, to get that ease of doing that. But then I realised during that awakening, it was shown to me clearly that the path I should be following with the work I'm doing is not just to talk about the practical mindset stuff, but it's also to bring in the spiritual side as well. In effect, the path I believe I need to follow is one that mixes practicality and spirituality together. And I believe it can be done. I think it's a, it's it's not easy to understand those two and how they work together, but they do. We absolutely need both. You know, I, I know people, and, and I know a number of people that are way, I don't know, they're just all into the spiritual stuff in life. You know, angels, fairies, all this kind of stuff. And I've always looked at them, and they always have lives that are quite chaotic. You know, so and they're all in there spiritually. And then you get the other people that are all just practical people that live in the heads all the time. And they have lives that seem equally chaotic and, and unhappy. And then there are a few people, and there is a few people I know, that can weave those two together. And they, they seem to be more happy and joyful. And for me, when I've been operating and, and weaving the spirituality and the practicality together, that's when I've been at my happiest and arguably my, my most successful. Um, things that I don't often tell people, and I'm, I'm going to share it with you here, is when I ran my business, you know, that business was built on spiritual beliefs. It was sp built on spiritual guidance. Every decision I made in that business, I went inward, into my heart, into a into high level of consciousness. I wouldn't make any decision in that business without first consulting that element of myself, that kind of super consciousness, if you want to call it. The, the person within you, the inner you that knows everything. It, and there's wisdom in you like you wouldn't believe. And, and if you find this hard to understand, I get that. I get it's hard to understand. It was hard for me to understand. It's hard for me to say it, and I've I've known I've been on this path for a long time. So something that's new to it, it can be incredibly frightening. To the point you'll do one of two things: you'll either ignore it, or you'll you'll make light of it. It'll almost like the guy that says this stuff is some kind of joker. And you can see evidence of this when people have tried to do this in in the world we live in. They try to bring in this more kind of um, ethereal approach to things as well as the practical stuff, and they get vilified. Prime example of that at the moment is is, is Jordan Peterson. Um, for me, Jordan Peterson is such a, a wise character. He's got so much wisdom, yet we vilify him. We, we don't like his approach to things because it doesn't fit the woke world we live in. And he has got a very spiritual approach. He'll, 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 he'll say that himself. There's many videos of him talking about his journey into his own spirituality. And, and, what, and, it's, and it's a very personal journey to him, as it's a very, general, gen, it's a very um, personal journey to us all. The one thing I will say here and now, this has got nothing to do with religion at all. You know, religion is just a tool, if you like, that can allow you to access some of these higher levels of consciousness. And for some people, that can work really well. But the minute you get stuck in that there is only one way and this is the way, um, th that's when the problem starts. You're back into egoic thinking and you're back into, um, you're back into thinking through your head, not through your heart. If you were to sink into this, you'll find that, as somebody once put it, it, when we when we talk about religion as opposed to and use that to get to, to to connect with this higher power, you know, all those religions are pointing to the same thing, which is a higher level of understanding of ourselves, a higher level of consciousness, and something that can best be described and it's described well by Wayne Dyer as the source. There's a source that we all came from that we'll all go back to and we're all part of. We are linked to that source, which and by that definition, if we're all linked to it, it means we're all part of the same thing. 
And when you start to look at life in that way, that we're all part of the same thing, life takes on a very, very different viewpoint. You know, you have a different viewpoint on it. So this thing went on last summer. I ignored it. I pushed it to one side. Then last week, something else came up. And and all I will say is that somebody that was dear to me um, just broke contact, stopped contacting me. Um, and it had a massive impact on me. It did. It really did. And, you know, again, like I said, I'm not going to go into details about it. It's not important. All I will say is I was brought to the same place I was last summer when I thought, you know what? You've been shown a path to follow, Gareth. And you're not following it. How many of these challenges, these upsets, these difficult things are going to come along for you to realise this is not the path you're on? It's not completely the wrong path, but you need to tweak the path you're on. So does this mean that all of a sudden now all you're going to ever do in this podcast is going to be spiritual stuff? No, it's not. That's not. That's 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 a revolution. What we need is an evolution. And it's an evolvement of myself to start to show now how through these podcasts, through the blogs, I can show people how it's absolutely possible. In fact, beyond possible, it's absolutely necessary that you can learn to bring in spiritual and practical and weave them together in your own life in a way that makes sense to you. I'm not saying I have the way because then I'm back to it's like a religion. There's the Gareth way. No, there isn't. There's just your way. Your way is the way. But you've got to find that way. And that way at times requires a lot of guidance. I've also realized something in the last week, which is something about myself, is when we go into spiritual awakenings and we're brought to these points, anything that comes up that causes us pain or distress is there to teach us something. There's something in that that comes up that is there to show us something we need to improve in ourselves and we need to work on. So the one thing I know, I mean you know, anybody around me might tell you this, but the one thing I do, I know I need to do is allow things to unfold the way they're going to unfold rather than trying to force things. I'm, I'm, I'm way too into forcing things. And, and when I do try to force things, whether that's relationships, whether that's businesses, whether that, whatever it might be, friendships, it doesn't matter what it is. If I try to force those, I have enough evidence to say that that doesn't work. But yeah, I still keep trying to force it. So it was the first kind of wake-up call last week when I thought, you can't force these things. Things unfold beautifully if you allow them to, and you have to trust that this source, this higher power, knows where you're going, and if you follow that guidance, everything will work out perfectly. So right now, if you're listening to this and you've got some kind of strife in your life, especially if it comes up over and over again, so if you've got the same thing that recurs, it's the fact it recurs because it's trying to teach you a lesson. And you haven't learned it in the previous times it's come up, so it'll keep returning. So if you right now have got a relationship with somebody that's bad, you may say you're always falling out and arguing, you can't stand this person. But yet this person, for some reason, is in your life, or you can't avoid this person in your life. And this this would be um, very much um, around people such as family members or maybe ex-partners, people that we can't really not spend time around or we can avoid for too long. You know, there's something that they're bringing up in us, something that angers us, which is actually a mirror of what we need to work on ourselves. So this idea that I want to share with you at the moment is, is one, was my first um, realisation from the awakening that I had this week, or last week, <coughs> excuse me, is that if you feel somebody has done something to you, you've got a question, where in that relationship with yourself are you doing that? So let's say somebody ignores you. Okay, somebody's ignoring me. This is painful. Somebody's ignoring me. And then mirror that on yourself. Okay, what in me am I ignoring? That's the question you should ask yourself. So that's what that's been brought up to show you. 
Not that this person is ignoring you. That, that's, that's a fact. Yes, it's a fact. It might be painful. But actually, you have to ask yourself, what in me does this bring up? What in me am I ignoring? And it became clear as day when I thought, okay, this person's ignoring me, ghosted if you like, and it, and it, it feels uncomfortable. What's that brought me? What am I ghosting in me? What am I not being honest about with me? What am I um, avoiding in me? What am, what am I ignoring in me? And it was this. You must follow this path, this spiritual path. The spiritual path is, I'll talk about it more. I'm already following it, but I need to bring it into my work. It feels for me liberating. I mean, recently, I have struggled so much to actually even do these podcasts. I've really struggled because what I've been talking about has felt kind of forced or it, it hasn't flowed. And I'm just looking at the time now on this, you know, 25 minutes. I mean, normally I struggle to get to 16, 17 minutes before I'm thinking I've done, but I've still a lot to say. So I'm sorry if this is a long episode. And maybe I'm not, no, I'm not sorry it's a long episode. It's meant to be a long episode. So where I'm at, at the moment is this. This going out there and chasing the idea of working with businesses and working with people on mindset stuff, yes, I love to do that and I can do that. But now I can only work with people who are also open to looking at the more spiritual approach to what they're doing. I don't have to tell you this because at some level you already know. Every time you've tried to solve a problem with your head and an issue with your head, especially over something that, that is important to you, it never seems to bounce. And the way I see it working is, if we go deep into ourselves and we, we trust what we're feeling, what do we feel right now? What's the feelings? The feelings are real. And then when you know what you want based on that feeling, so I feel this, I want that, then that's when our mind comes in. That's when the mind works because the mind's really good at solving things systematically, putting solutions to problems. That's what your mind's for. Your mind's a great tool to solve problems and things and difficulties and give you a plan to get over them. It's fantastic for that. It's what it was designed for. But it wasn't designed to give you the guidance. The guidance comes from within. And once you understand how that is weaved together, and, it, and it's not that difficult, it's just it can just seem weird. Because you've been used to, depending on how old you are, in my case I'm 52, you know, I had, I had a lot of years of conditioning. Now, now, my spiritual journey started some 20 years ago now. Um, over, actually, over 20 years ago now, 25. 1998, my, spirit, my first spiritual awakening came. And that's when I sobered up from alcohol for the first time. I remember being in a clinic in Scotland and it was just this ridiculously peaceful experience of sat there one day and everything in my life changed just by looking out of a window. I saw the sunrise in, in it was coming, it was, it was a place called, um, I was in a place called the Hillock. The place itself, I think, was called um, Gifnock, which is near Barhead, near Glasgow. So it's that, it's up in Scotland. And I'm looking out one day and this beautiful sunrise from this window. And for one moment, I'd not experienced this before in my adult life. I was 28 at the time. This massive peace descended upon me, huge amount of peace. And I knew at that moment, I'd only been in the, the clinic less than 48 hours. I knew at that moment, everything would be fine. I knew that I'd found something in that moment, that feeling. I couldn't tell you what it was. I couldn't explain it in proper words other than it was just this phenomenal peace. And that peace came over me. So you will have experienced moments like this in your life where you'll have had just a sense of immense peace. And it could be something as simply as you're out walking one morning. Um, somebody said something to you. You know, I had a similar peace a few years later, this real sense of it when my first child was born, Helen. I remember seeing her for the first time and this sense of wow came over me. This just this, this amazing sense of peace. I've had it with all my children, by the way, whenever I saw them born. So these were like awakenings. And what they were is they were like remembrances of 
this is what life can feel like. Life can feel this way. It doesn't have to feel that way. It doesn't have to feel like the struggle. And that's what I felt for the first time in, in that cl clinic near Glasgow, the fact that after all these years of thinking that the only way out of my problems was to drink more and to stay drunk and to avoid the reality of my life, when I actually realised I could just embrace this, this higher sense of something and peace came, all the other problems were solved. Your head will sort them out. Your mind will sort them out. That's what it's there for. So I had, a, as soon as I came out of the hillock, I had a plan. I executed that plan. The mind took over and I started to follow that plan. Everything was beautiful. And for about two or three years after that, I got, that's when I started to really explore for the first time um, in my adult life, this spiritual journey. Now, prior to that, from being seven or eight, I always had a pull towards it, but I then I didn't have the tools to go searching for it. The, the, the hillock and the, and the rehab gave me those tools. But then over the years, our egos get involved, our minds get involved, and when things were going well, I stepped away from the spiritual path, thinking I were like some kind of, you know, I don't know, some kind of hero. I, I, could, I could walk on water. I was, you know, I was invincible. I did it in everything, relationships, businesses. And what I realised after a while, they, they didn't work out. And they didn't work out because I'd stepped away from bringing the spiritual and practical together. And I just was in the practical. I'm this, I'm that, I'm the big I am. And it always led to a fall. So right now, where I'm at is this, look, there are billions of people on this planet, billions. Everyone is uniquely individual. And in all of us is this essence and this seed of higher consciousness and source. And from that perspective, all of us were meant to be living in a way that was happy and joyful. I do believe that. Are you going to get challenges? Are you going to get complications? Are you going to have tough stuff to deal with? Of course you fucking are. You know, and, you know, that's just reality. But actually... We've gone to the head to solve it instead of the heart to solve it. Go into the heart, the inner thinking, the source. Find out what you're feeling. Find out truly what you want and then use the mind to get what you want. That's the difference. One thing that I wanted to do today was to write the blog, do the podcast. And I knew that if I started writing it and talking about it, it would start. I would start to get a feel around it. And there's immense amount of peace as I'm doing this now, 30 minutes in. I just feel like I had to say this. You know, there are a lot of things going on in my life at the moment that need to be resolved. Some on a business level, some on a personal level. I know they'll be resolved. But they'll be resolved if I don't start grasping. I can't grasp at these things. I've got to allow things to unfold and trust that source and energy, this source energy has got my back. Never let me down in the past. Every time I've gone to source, you can call it God if you're more comfortable with that. But you know, if you trust that there's a there's a spiritual solution to every problem, you'll not be disappointed because there always is. I don't know for some of you if this is a bit different, and you know you're new to listen to the podcast, think, wow, you know what's going on with Gareth. This this is something I've been holding back for a long time now. And some of you on here that I know, listen, that are close to me will know this. You know I've talked about this spiritual path more and more. And I talked about it to my close friends and, and, and advisors simply because I just wanted, I wanted to, I wanted to be true to them. And, and they all said, yeah, you should follow that path, follow that path. And each time I maybe tiptoed into it, then, then stepped out again. And I, I really do hope this is just not another tiptoeing in. This, this just feels different. This feels more solid. This feels like, yeah, this is the path to follow. So we can still share things on this podcast about how we stay in shape, how we stay in shape mentally, physically, emotionally. But more importantly now, we have to look at ways to stay in shape spiritually. Because if we can't get that right, nothing else will ever flow for you. And it won't, it's not sustainable. And I believe that to the point now that going forward, whether it's business coaching, life coaching, 
whatever coaching I choose to do, I simply cannot work anymore with people that are not at least open to having that experience. And that's what I want you to have. So some of these podcasts now going forward, I want you to experience it. I don't want to tell you about it so you because when I tell you about it, you're going to be trying to um, understand it on a kind of an intellectual level, which then loses it. You've got to experience it at a kind of deeper, heart-centered level. And then when you experience it, you'll think, ah, that's what he means. If you're somebody, especially like myself, who was brought up in a in quite a religious background, I was a Catholic and I was brought up in the Catholic faith. I realised that all that time in that Catholic faith, from going there from being a boy, five, six years old, right up to sort of 14 and 15, 10 years of that, and yet I never got one moment of peace throughout all of that. It was always dogma, and it was always, you know, you've got to follow these rules, and if you do this, you're bad. How on earth did we expect to get an adult life without being fucked up when, we were telling, when, when people were telling us that? It's not so prevalent these days with youngsters because I think the youngsters don't have the same... Because the way the schools work, religion isn't the big deal anymore. You know, it's becoming more and more of a secular society. But if you were brought up back in the day, and you certainly if you're my age, 50 and older, you know, everything evolved around three places, you know, um, the, the pub, uh, the church, and, 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 and the schoolroom. This, this was our life when we were younger, and, you know, and this was it. You know, there, there was, that was like it was, you know, your kids went to school, and when you, or you went to school, and you went to, then your kids went to school. There was always the local pub, and there was always the church. These things were part of our life. They were the centre of our communities. And if you were part of a religion that told you that if you do this, you're bad. If you think this way, you're going to go to hell. How on earth did you not think you were going to come through life full of fear? How on earth were you ever going to explore anything else when there was such a fear attached to it? So I'm going to have to bring this to a close. I could talk all day, but, you know, maybe that's I can split this into other episodes. All I want to say to you is this. This awakening I had last week has shown me the path I need to follow is to weave this spirituality and practicality together. I'll be doing that on this podcast. I'll be doing it on my blogs. I'll be doing it on the things I put onto Facebook, you know, and it'll still be done in a very Gareth Boot way, a very GB way. There'll still be a no-nonsense approach to it. There'll still be comedy. There'll still be fun. You know, that's just how I am. I'm not going to stop swearing like I sometimes do on these podcasts. You know, I'm going to be myself. I'm going to do this my way, but I'm going to do, I'm going to do it from a level where I'm sharing things that are true to me, my truths. So if you want to read that blog, if you go to gallopoo.com, it's on there. If you follow me on Facebook, you'll find it on there. And hopefully, this will resonate with some of you that are feeling stuck. You're feeling stuck right now because I guarantee you're living from your head, not your heart. You're probably following a path that isn't right for you. You're probably following a path that is that has been made for you or you've decided you should follow because it looked right to everybody else. I'm here to say, if you, what if you just stepped out for a moment and ask yourself, what do you really want? What job do you really want? How do you really want to serve other people? What relationships do you really want? What friendships are really important to you? When you start to ask that question, the answers will come. When you feel into them, the answer comes from your heart, not from your head. And, and for me, that's what this is now. And I, I come up with a term for it, actually. I think what I'm on, really, is I'm on a pathway to self. I think we're all on a pathway to self. We're trying to find out who we are. So in effect, we're on a journey. We were born, and through all this condition, we, we are where we are now. It's about going back to who we always were. It's a pathway to self. And um, I have to say, just so you know, that that may be exactly what this podcast ends up becoming called. Be a better you right now. Feels like it doesn't doesn't fit. I'm going to sit with it for a couple more days, but the idea of you know, a pathway to self is, um, is, is looking more and more um, appealing to me because it kind of sums up what I'm saying. And... Like I said, you know, don't don't leave it too long to start living the way you want to live. And sometimes that's going to be painful. It can be difficult. But once you start to live that way, there's a sense of peace will come over you. And for me, I know that because I've done it so many times. I just now, my 
path and the journey I'm on and my challenge is to keep that going so I don't keep having to have these awakenings. I stay on the path I'm shown and I don't go back into my old way of thinking because my old way of thinking, there's nothing but unhappiness and pain there. But when I step into the spiritual approach and the spiritual spiritual and practicality weave together, there's peace and there's joy. And, and I want to now bring that to the people I work with now and the people I work with in the future. And like I say, you know, all this came from one event last week, which was just another bit of a catalyst from something that happened in summer. Um, and, you know, the people, the people's involved with that catalyst. You know, I, I am eternally grateful for the lessons they allowed me to learn. And, and I feel... I feel in a better place for it. And I think when you open up to who you are and start living the way you want to live, who you are, being truly yourself, you'll start to feel that sense of, yeah, this is a much heavier load to carry. It might be a long road, but at least you feel you can keep moving forward. So there you go. Um, I've enjoyed doing that today. I really have. I hope you've enjoyed listening to it. If any of that at all resonates with you, listen, I want you to get in touch with me. If you go to garethbook.com, there's a contact page in there, contact me. Just reach out to me because I realise now this is also a path I do not want to and cannot walk by myself. I want to walk with other people on it. So if there's some way, if you know, if you feel this resonated with you, contact me. Let me know that it resonated. Let me know you want to know more about walking this path of spiritual and practicality weave together. And I want to find some way we can do that because I really do believe if we could, all of us could start living this way, you know, we might we might just be able to create between us a much better world. Um, there you go. Right. Thank you for listening. I'll be back next week with another podcast. Um, until then, take care.